What now? Hmm? I'm Hannah. I'm Megan. And welcome to another episode of Hmm, What Now? Where we discuss all our random thoughts and tackle life together as young adults. Yeah. Today, mm-hmm. Megan, mm-hmm. We, you, you are going to be talking quite a bit. Me? Me? Yeah. It's my turn. It's your turn. Why? Because the last episode was on Hannah's mistake and whether I thought it was it was necessary or unnecessary. Uh, yeah, we've done mistakes already. Let's move on. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's your turn to shine. Oh, okay. Who likes to shine on mistakes? How you grow from it. Very okay. important, you know. That's true, that's true. Very important. So, here we go. What do you think was your most like, pivotal mistake? Hmm. If you go and look back at like, Hannah's episode on her mistake. Yeah. Like, she immediately knew what, which, point? what is a turning point for her. Yeah. Um, and because there was there were drastic things that happened. Yeah. She got to learn a lot from it. For me, I make a lot of like tiny 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 mistakes. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't be laughing, but the way you're saying that is so funny. <laughs> tiny mistakes that led to a lot of my growth. Yeah. But there was not one pivotal point. Mm-hmm. Let me just say. Maybe to some that has been with me for my life, um, my housemate, my family, my friends, maybe they can immediately think of a pivotal point for me where I immediately turned around or changed the new leaf or whatever. Can you? I can't, actually. That's the thing. Because throughout me knowing you, I, or my knowing you, I can't pinpoint a specific thing that made you grow. I just see you grow in, like you say, like, like little, little things in small doses and it accumulates into who you are today. Yeah. So it's like many, many different situations that you, that challenges you. Correct. Yeah. So it's not to say that like, I've had life easy. Yeah. If you've heard the previous episodes, I always feel that I don't have life easy. But the thing was that because, uh, I don't have life easy in the first place. Nothing became a pivotal point. Mm. Because everything was a pivotal moment. That's heavy. Which <sighs> makes it so normal. So I could, like when, she, when Hannah was asking me like, so what's your mistake? I literally had to tell her, I will update the Google Docs later yeah, because yeah. I have to think about it. Yeah. But I can tell you one unnecessary mistake that I made. Unnecessary. Unnecessary. That actually caused me quite a bit of distress. So... What happened? On Valentine's Day 2018, I was arriving back from Amsterdam and I had stroop waffles in my pocket <laughs> and I was going out for Bible study with my friends. Very important detail there, the stroop waffle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, all, it all makes sense, okay? The stroop waffles were there with me. There were two. I had them in my little pockets, you know? Mm-hmm. I was going to be late for the bus. Um, so I decided to brisk walk it. Mm-hmm. And I brisk walk it, there was a main road that I have to cross that had four lanes. Mm-hmm. Then I would reach the bus stop. So because there were four lanes, so two on in, in each opposite directions. So that means that there were two traffic lights mm-hmm. that I have to go through. Mm-hmm. At the point of time, the bus was just there right in front of my eyes. In another corner but a bit further away but I know that like if I waited for that two traffic lights 
That's it. <laughs> I'm yeah. gonna wait another 15 minutes on the bus because yeah, it won't stop for me. You had to go to a class or something. Yeah, like yeah. That. But yeah. my Bible study, my friends. Yeah. Okay, I was I was just excited for it. Like. Still important. That's, that's important. Great. Like yeah. you know, we're excited to know about God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> so, I decided to cross the road without using the zebra crossings. The zebra crossings were literally like 30, 40 meters away from me. Mm-hmm. But because that there were the traffic lights and it was a T junction, right? So every traffic light took turns. I knew I would miss it. At that point of time, I had not many cars. Even though it was at like seven, seven fifteen, because. In the morning. No, no, no. 7.15 p.m. Evening. Evening. Yeah. I knew that I could just like cross that kind of thing because it was empty. It's quite normal also. Yeah, people jaywalk in in UK. All the time. It's it's an okay deal. It's a norm. It's a norm. It's a norm. If you go to the US, different story. Yeah. Malaysia, also very normal. Yeah. Very high risk. ah. (laughs) Yes. So, I walked and I crossed one lane and on the second lane, before I even stepped up, I looked to my right, there was a blinding light and I just got hit. Oh my god. I got hit by the side. So it started from like my right shoulder to my right waist, that kind, and it just rolled on. So I flew. It rolled rolled on? As in like, it rolled from my right foot to my left foot. Mm, On your foot? Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the wheels, the wheels. And then the side mirror was the one that like threw me off balance. Oh my and because gosh. it was so fast that I didn't get thrown off balance, but it got my feet got rolled on first. Oh my god. <laughs> it it's not as bloody as it sounds because there was no blood. But still the pain. Oh uh, my goodness. At that point of time, there was no pain. Mm. I was just in shock. Adrenaline lah. Yeah, yeah. So I I got thrown to the left side because he was going to, going straight up. Mm-hmm. So I got thrown to the left, my shoe got thrown to the right, and my stroop waffles got thrown to the other oh side. Oh no, the stroop waffles! <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. So, I was like, oh shit. That was my first like, instinct. I was just like, I need to get off that road. Yeah. So I quickly got up. It was a hit and run, by the way. The guy didn't stop. Maybe he was running like a yellow to red light kind of deal. He was really fast. I would have seen That's the weird. guy. I honestly would have seen the guy. But the thing was that maybe because that like at that point of time, the Coventry Road, it had a bit of hill. Mm-hmm. So he was going at such a fast speed. So when I looked and I looked to another side, he was suddenly right beside me. And I didn't notice. So he oh, thought so- he could... He thought he could hit... Like, he wouldn't hit me because I wasn't on that lane just yet. But to be honest, if there's a zebra crossing nearby, you should be slowing down already. Why are you zooming past? Uh, yeah, the yeah. driver, you know? It's so irresponsible. Yeah. So... I got hit. Um, there was another car who stopped to give me her number just in case I needed a witness. Mm-hmm. But she couldn't like bring me anywhere or not whatsoever. I didn't ask her to bring me anywhere also. All I got all I was thinking was that I'm gonna be late for Bible study. Oh. <laughs> because all my friends were expecting me. Yeah. And I know that they'll be worried if like suddenly I just don't show up. Of course. So I knew there was another bus coming. I went to pick up my shoe waffles. I went to pick up my shoe, which a very nice guy in a car just stopped right in front to let me pick up my shoe. And I had to cross the main road, the other two lanes. That was scary. But Sounds scary. I could run at that point of time. Tell you the truth, I could run. So I ran to the other side, and I just like, ha, on the bus stop. 
while waiting for the bus, I called my friend. I was just like, oh, by the way, I got into an accident. But I'm fine. I'm at the bus stop now. You don't have to come and get me. Because I know she was tiny. So she didn't have to... Uh, she didn't have to come and get me because it would, it, would, it would be quite tough. She wouldn't be able to carry my weight in the first place. Right, right. So I thought the best thing to do was to go to uni where there were chances of more people and more help. Uh, I didn't even think of calling an ambulance in my head. Mm. That's how... I'm not well versed I am in an accident also you were alone as well I was alone overwhelming yeah yeah so I thought because I could run at that point of time so I thought nothing happened bus came I got up on the bus and the first step I took to get up on the bus was with my left foot I just immediately fell down because my leg couldn't take the The, the, the your body weight yeah so because of that then I had to ask my other friends to come and support me to to go to them and then from then on, I had a lot of help on the way uh, I went to the hospital only the next day though because mm, why? oh NHS will not take you seriously honestly if you go in without an ambulance number one mm-hmm. and number two your leg my leg didn't look like he had bruises at that point of time yeah no yeah developed ah right? no so let it develop first, then next day only go. Oh <laughs> my gosh. And at a point of time, it was in the middle of the night. I would have had to wait. No All matter night. what. All night. So I might as well just like, go home, put my feet up on the wall. And just take a rest whatever I can. Regather my thoughts and only go over. Mm. So I went over to the hospital. They asked if I wanted to make a police report. I didn't. In the morning, right? Mm, in the afternoon, yeah. Oh, in the afternoon. When I woke the up, basically. Day. like Yeah. Whenever I... First put, thing. First thing after waking up. Yeah, um, I didn't make a police report. Um, I think up to this day, something that I, I do regret a little bit. Mm-hmm. Why? Even though I felt I knew that I was in the wrong, he was in the wrong also. Mm. And I realised that there were cases like me that go unnoticed because we, we just played the, oh, it's my fault anyway. But actually, no, it takes two to tango, it takes two to do a hit and run. Yeah. So... Or sometimes... I mean, okay, you didn't use the zebra crossing, but that person was being negligent already. Correct, correct. You know? so I, I had my you. contributory negligence, sure. He contributed to it or of not. Of course, yeah. Because let's use the, the legal legal way of doing it. And he didn't suffer. Yeah. He didn't suffer anything. He just left. He just left. But I didn't want to go through the hassle, let's be real. Mm. I didn't want to have the officer come in knock on my door and ask for more investigation or more like information and then for all you know if I get a wrong police officer or something he would just look at me and be like who wants you to not cross the road with the zebra crossing mm. there was always that would you so there was a done it? would you rec- mm. would you ask someone would you recommend making a report now since now you, you regret a little bit not doing it I would encourage yeah Oh. That's the word I was looking for. Would you encourage someone yeah. to report? <laughs> I would encourage, but I wouldn't force it. Because I know mm. that they would also have a few things to take into account. Yeah. Um, and I didn't have any bloody injuries. I really came out scare-free, except for a few bruises on my knees and my ankle and a sprained ankle. I didn't even break the ankle. But it took six months to heal. Lah, yeah. Fully. And that was an ordeal. At that point of time... Um, Beast from the East was there. Right, the storm. Correct. So, uh, 
the whole entire floor in, in Coventry was more slippery. Oh, no. I didn't have the energy to like move myself convincingly that I could cross the road. So I had like a little bit of trauma of crossing the road. I had to cross the road only with a friend. But mm. I think that was because like I just couldn't trust myself to cross the road safely without whoop and then suddenly oh mm. no the light turned red <laughs> kind yeah. of deal because your, your ankle was the, the, the highest degree of spraining right like, yeah I forgot the that term, was third degree sprain third degree sprain yeah. yeah so it was quite a a thing to go. yeah <laughs> it was quite an ordeal like physical pain yeah and that was only physical very pain very sudden also correct, so. correct. I, I actually like saw my entire life like just went through like the movies are oh real but the thing was that it was weird things like it was the most random things it wasn't significant at all but it was a part of your memories mm. so that was cool <laughs> <laughs> bright side bright side saw that flashbacks cool. yeah that was cool um bright side i did die and i'm always grateful for that <laughs> please don't make me cry on this podcast <laughs> i'm also very grateful for that yeah but it really was an unnecessary mistake. I mm. could have just like waited a little bit longer. I could have gone out a little bit early. You know, there's always this like, I could have, I could have, I could have. Yeah. Which makes it a very unnecessary mistake. I didn't have to go through this. I remember like, my when I told my parents, my dad just started laughing. Oh, no. Because he was just like, I went through this when I was your age. I'm just like, wrong time, pa. <laughs> <laughs> then my mom would be like, oh, it's Chinese New Year in two days. You just... You just really literally hit your all your bad luck away. <laughs> Thanks, mother. Oh no, no. Which I I did have very good luck after that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's still unnecessary, right? Unnecessary. How did it affect you afterwards? Mm, that was the thing. I had to go through PTSD. Mm. Like I I don't want to put like my situation as like is a big deal. Because obviously it was just a it was just an accident, in comparison to like army officers who came back from war kind of deal. I see. Yeah, I I see what you mean. Yeah, but it's still significant because you had never gone through anything like that before. As well. Yes, of course. So like I went through at least a whole month of PTSD, um, where I couldn't sleep for more than three four hours without waking up to cold sweat. Mm. Um, my heart would be pumping very fast. Uh, at certain points of time, I will have mini panic attacks where where I like because I've been through panic attacks before. Mm-hmm. I found out my symptoms were heart palpitations, um, cold fingers. Even though my heart was racing and I was sweating, mm. so that means this is cold sweat also. Yeah, and like basically the whole hand like physically after like. that I was just start trembling. Mm. So it was quite an ordeal, and <laughs> I had very unnecessary <laughs> um, events where it triggered the PTSD. Yeah. And I'm just like, shit, that kind of thing. And because it triggered, uh, it's very hard to go back to what of it was. Of course, yeah. It will take some time because these are your... Like the cat's out of the bag now. Correct. And this is your... This is your, what's it called? This is your fight or flight mode. Yeah. Survival it's instinct. A, it's a survival instinct, exactly. So... Um, maybe at that point of time, like my heart, like suddenly my blood pressure went down. That's why it's just like heart palpitations all over. Right. That kind of thing. I knew it was physical reactions. Um, 
mental wise was maybe just the I keep seeing myself like getting hit on all over again. Mm. That was bad. Went on for a month. But it's cool. It's all good now. I only get flashbacks sometimes. Mm. But it doesn't affect me anymore. That's good. Yeah. But the PTSD that goes about it, like sometimes there are things that I cannot control where I actually went and seek help. Um, I booked for an appointment to call the counsellor because I couldn't walk at that point of time to talk it out. But because I knew quite a lot of defence mechanisms, yeah, all the breathing techniques and all. Uh, like the, what's the word? Not treatments, but cope, like coping. Cognitive behavioural yes, therapy. CBT, <laughs> CBT. Yeah. Hashtag psych. Hashtag psych. Yeah. I knew what, I sh- I knew what to do. Yeah. So when the counsellor couldn't provide me with something new, that was scary. Because I couldn't control, but I knew it was a phase that I had to sit it out. Patiently, with a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. So on that side, like my like biggest key takeaway would be like, do not cross the road without using the zebra crossing, you know? Because... I don't want you to get hit and run. Mm. Even though it's a normal thing, follow the rules, man. Yeah. Oh my God. Follow the rules. Uh, it was tough. They're there for a reason. Like They're there for a reason. It was for your safety. Mm. And if, if you followed everything for your safety and you still get hurt, huh? sorry, lah. Mm. we've done all we can. Yeah. But we have to do all we can first in order to be 99% safe. Yeah. Kind of deal. The rest... Not even like 95%. Yeah. yeah. So, when I went through those audios, I always looked back and I'm just like, this is such a stupid mistake to make. Like, had I not, had I not, had I not, nothing would have happened. I remember like, because of getting triggered by post-traumatic stress disorder, I unintentionally exploded to a very dear friend. Mm-hmm. Partially was his... Partially... Partially got problem lah. Yeah. Like, who, who asked you to go and trigger kind of thing. Mm. Misunderstanding. But it was a misunderstanding. Um, I was much more sensitive. But the thing is that I'm like you. Nobody can see that I'm sensitive over a lot of things. Even though they say that I'm an open book and all. I always joke. Mm. Even after I got hit Immediately when I went to my friends And then they just I sat down They just look at me like What happened to you? And I'm like Anything happened leh? I didn't know my face was like Fully pale I didn't realise that My lips were like Nearly deathly white Yeah according, Accordingly And I just told them In like joking manner Oh I got hit and run then you just stare at me like, why are you saying this as if it's a normal Not thing? Nothing. Yeah. Your coping mechanism. It's right? my coping mechanism. I've had stalking issues before. I've had like pervert guys on the train before kind yeah. of deal. Like it shooks, it shocks me, but like because I don't want to worry my friends. I just laugh it off as if it's a laughing matter, but it actually takes an effect on me. Of course. So it was quite tough. Um, highly unrecommend this mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Opposite of my story. Actually, no. It's the same thing. La. It's, the it's same still thing, a mistake. Right? It's, still, it's still a mistake. This one... But this one better don't do it. La, huh? yeah, yeah. It risks your life. <laughs> I mean, yours, if you go into a downfall, 
it may risk your life also. Mm. But this one is physical lah. Yeah. Mine, my, my mistakes are unnecessary. Unnecessary. They were unnecessary. This one is in particular. Mm. But I'm, I'm okay now. It's a story to tell my grandchildren in the future. <laughs> Someday. Someday, if my kid goes through this, I'll be like, ah, yeah. <laughs> walk on the walk zebra on, crossing. Yeah, walk on the zebra crossing, man. <laughs> no. But, you see, like, it's all about, like, how you deal with it. Yeah. How, how, did, also, how do you deal with it, actually, afterwards? When you realise, you know, you had PTSD, after reaching out, realising that all these techniques you know already, what did you do to help yourself go through it? I had very good friends. Mm. They were amazing. It was Chinese New Year. They made sure I was never alone. Like, we would go and do all the randomness things that are possible. My friends would, like, know that I have a class afterwards and I don't really want to leave my house without a company. So they would, like, work their way around to, like, make sure that someone is there to accompany me for a little bit of time. Distractions help a lot. Because mm. this is not something that put me into like a depressive yeah, state. Yeah. Um, all I needed to do was to ride out that phase. It's something that manifested physically too because it was a very Correct. So this is like physical accident. Physiological reactions. Yeah, um, yeah. A bit of mental. But I, I controlled it rather well except for the dreams. That one I couldn't help it. Yeah, Because subconscious. Subconscious, it would just like, it would just resurface and resurface and resurface. Yeah. And... I don't beat myself up over it. Yeah. I just say like, okay, this is a, just a reaction that I'm having just because like something quite traumatic yeah. did happen. Understandably. Yeah. So I really didn't beat myself up over this mistake, even though it was unnecessary mistake. It was okay. Um, how I did, tried you, how my did best. you choose not to beat yourself up? Was it a conscious decision or was it just natural at that point? Um, it was a bit more natural because before that I had certain issues that I had to tell myself that it was it's okay, it's all going to be okay. I knew that my mental state will improve when my ankle improve because that means being able to trust my own body to take care of itself over again. And that was... And I feel that that's a very, like, natural transition progress kind of thing. Your ankle gets better. Tick. If you suddenly go trampolining and you... Oh, no. <laughs> and you... <laughs> and it happens again, that's on you. Mm. <laughs> you can cry away, but, like, you just be like, can you please fetch me here? <laughs> yeah. Kind of thing. You don't... You don't beat yourself up over it. That's good. I think you handled it in a very... Like quite healthy way. As healthily as you could manage. As healthily huh? as I could. There were times where I couldn't. Of unfortunately. Mm. Um, there were time, There was. There were a few times that I exploded. Yeah. Unfortunately. And I'm very sorry for to those that have been affected by it. Because mm. I still think of it to this day. Because that means that I wasn't like responsible enough to handle my own emotions. That I had to manifest it on another person. Because yeah. this was my... In, in Hokkien, this was my own tai chi. This was my own problem. Mm. It, I shouldn't force it on another person and be like, deal with this problem with me. Mm. Hello? Everybody got their own problems to deal with. Mm. So, who are you to... Harsh words lah. Who are you to put your burden on another person? Even though 
this is supposed to be a hand-holding community that we're supposed to help each other out. Yeah. There are certain limits. Yeah, there are boundaries lah. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I'm a person who fully, fully, fully respects boundaries. Yeah. So, if I don't burden you, I'm hopeful that you don't burden me either. Yeah. But that's not to say that I'm not your friend and I won't help you at all. What do you mean by burden? Give, putting out your problems to another person and making them feel that way. Mm. If that person doesn't feel that way, like, if the way that you say things, the way that you tell your story, doesn't make the other person feel like, oh no, dilemma. What am I going to say to you next that you would come out of this hellhole better? Yeah, yeah. How am I going to help you? It became a burden to them because essentially... They themselves are having another problem now. Oh no, Megan's having a problem. Mm. How now, Brankau? <laughs> you know? They line them all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it really is like, yeah, sure, I, I can let friends know or friends can let me know their problems. It is up to me to decide whether it becomes a burden or not. Mm. If it doesn't become a burden, that's great. Continue telling me. Yeah. Unle- unload your burden on me. Mm. But if I feel that me, my mm. burden, yeah. if I unload it onto another person and it's going to cause them distress, that's not right. So I relate. I yeah. understand completely. You, you just got to deal with it on your own. Most of the time, time will heal. Yeah. Time will heal. Especially in like physical conditions. Mm. Um, most of the time. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. But it is really... Like, you are, you are, you really are valid to all your emotions. You can have everything. But you have to be responsible for how you act upon it. Yeah. If you act upon it right, things will go smoothly. Or things will become a little bit better with a bit of patience. Yeah. But if you don't, if you act upon it wrongly, it's going to backfire on you. Yeah. And in the process, you hurt other people. Yeah. I am having a scrunched up face right now. Like, she she is. I can, I can confirm. <laughs> That's selfish. Mm. That is super selfish. So if my unnecessary mistake is unloaded on another person, I think I'll be, I'll be beating myself up over that instead. Because mm. that was very selfish of me to do. That's what you regret, right? You said. Mm. We patched, like me and my friend, like we worked things out. Yeah. We're still good friends to this day. Yeah. But I really regretted that I couldn't control my anger at that point of time. Mm. Because it was a tipping point. It built up. It built up. It wasn't he, It wasn't solely him that was the problem kind yeah. of deal. It was everything in one go and having to repress my feelings. But that's how I cope. Yeah. I would normally just recluse myself until I'm ready to talk without toxicity. Yeah. Then things will get a little bit clearer. And then you can find a solution. And then when you say, what now? I am going to get over this. Yeah, it's a process. It's a process. So when I say like, what now? All the time in all these episodes. Yeah. I, it's not for, it's not for like you, Hana, to like, ask you to move, to move on and everything. It's not, it's not for you to move on, but it's for me. I needed to find that solution because I'm solution-oriented. Mm. 
maybe that's why my emotions I can't control that much because I'm not very in touch with my emotions. Mm. So that's why we're that's friends. Our, yeah, we balance each other out. Oh my god. But <laughs> oh we do god. though. Yeah, it's true. Because I'm very emotional, and yeah. I like to pick at my emotions and other people's emotions and be like, "Why are you feeling like this today?" Mm. You know, and you provide pretty damn good solutions. So we kind of like work together in that sense. But it, it is, yeah, as much as I can provide solutions though, it is really up to that person to decide yeah. whether they want to accept it or not. Definitely. And I won't hold it against them yes, yeah, yeah. if they don't do it. Mm. But if you want somebody to go around in circles with you, I'm not that person. Mm. I can't do it. I don't have the patience. Mm-hmm. I am a fire sign. <laughs> In astrology terms, oh, here we go, here fire, we go. moon. <laughs> eh, no, my moon is a water. What is cancer? Water. Water. So my fire and rising, no, my... my sun and rising. Sun and rising. Aries and Aries, eh? It's like... Boom, boom. <laughs> exactly. But I'm just saying that in order for your mistake to be productive, yeah. you need to work on it. That's why, like, on you, it was so productive for you. Yeah. Because it grew you as a person. Yeah. Um, this mistake that I have on the hit and run was unnecessary, but it proved to me that I could deal with things rather logically if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. And if I wanted to let myself feel a few things, like the sadness and all, I still do. But there's a time limit. Mm-hmm. And that's how I find another solution to tackle my future like down times. Yeah. But it's really like you, you, you've got to tough it out. You, you've got to tough it out. Yeah. You've got to give time a chance yeah. to heal yes. you. That is an Instagram quote. That's a Tumblr quote. <laughs> give time a chance to heal you. Because situations suck. Whether mm. it's my situation from last episode or Megan's situation that she's just talked about. Both situations suck in very different ways. Mm. But the main thing is that we we both had to go through it. All the shitty times. And be patient. Uh. Be patient. Life is all up and, up and downs anyway. Yeah. Only time can really tell. Mm. You know? But you have to give time a chance to heal you. That's super, super... Uh, what's the word? Important, but also... Profound. That's the word. Profound. Oh, wow. Profound. <laughs> profound. It is. Yeah. So, that... Is, that was Megan's story. Yeah. I I think the biggest thing that's things that you can probably take away from this unnecessary mistake is that no matter what time will heal. Yeah. And if you work on the mistakes, as reiterated and in Hannah's episode or so, when you work on your mistakes, you become a better person of yourself. You would understand more and more of your boundaries and your capabilities and what you could do and what your worth is as a person. Yeah. You get soar. Yeah. Let go of all the anchors that has been holding you down. Yeah. There's, the sky's the limit, man. Also recognize that like in both our situations, there are people in our lives who understood, or at least tried to understand. They, there were people that went through the process with you. Yeah. So, yeah. that's important, and you really need to appreciate these people around. Yeah. Because I'm always so grateful for 
the friends that just like show me the little inch of support by saying, "You want water? I go down and take for yeah, you." Yeah, literally, yeah, same lah. You yeah. want food from the cafe? I'll buy for you without even asking, because they can see that you are distressed. They might not understand it or even know fully how you feel, because I mean, both of us don't really say completely hundred percent at that mm. point lah, especially how you felt, because you don't want to worry other people. But they still reach out the helping hand, and that's yeah. super valuable. Yeah, so I think it's very reciprocal. So on on my part, like I would try to always repay this kindness forward. Yeah. yeah. So long as I don't burden myself. Yes. Mm. Take care of yourself. Then take care you of your loved ones. Take care. Yeah. Continue. You you will see the right thing. Take care of yourself, and then only you can take care of your loved ones. I think. Yeah, that's what we're gonna say, right? Put on your life jacket before you put on another person's yes. life jacket. Yes, yes. Or the what's the the mask? Oh, in, on not the, the mask. It's the mask. It's the mask. The, the oxygen mask. Right. Put your oxygen mask yeah. on before you tend to any of your infants, right? Something like yeah. that. Yeah, it's so true. Save yourself first, then only you can save others. Yeah, to the best of your ability, lah. To the best of your abilities. Yeah. To the best of, of your, your abilities. abilities. <laughs> With that, I think this has been a very heavy two episodes. Yeah. Hopefully, the next episode will be a bit lighter. Yeah. So stay tuned. <laughs> I I hope that this gives you an insight to how we both think as people. Yeah. Um. And I and I guess like you can see my defense mechanism coming out already because I I was already joking about my freaking backstory. In the yeah, lah, crazy lah. La. <laughs> I'm sitting here like, oh my god, oh my god. She's like, ha ha ha. Yeah. Uh, and. We'll see you in the next episode. Yes. Bye. Bye. Hi, guys. It's Hannah here. Did you have one significant mistake that changed the course of your thinking, like me? Or did you grow gradually, like Megan, with the multiple little mistakes? Were your mistakes necessary? And how did you heal from them? Let us know how these two episodes made you feel about your own personal learning curves on Facebook or on Instagram at hm.whatnow. Or send us a DM, as usual. And from us to you, whatever you are going through, we hope that time heals you and you come out stronger on the other side. See you next week, guys. Till then, bye!